Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. Let's just dive right into it this morning. It's a great day. Remember, we've been looking at a distressing spirit, and um, we just thank God for His leading uh, towards this direction, and it's been awesome. And uh, we've been looking at some of the things that will cause you, you know, that will make you know that this spirit is operating in your life. And the first one is the fear of failure. The second one is the fear of being in ministry. The third one is the fear of marriage. Sorry, sorry, God. I'm sorry, sorry. The first one is that this spirit, you know, troubles you. You know, it troubles you as a person. You know, that's the first part that we started with. We were talking about fear. But um, second day, we were talking about the distressing spirit. And uh, we were looking at some of the things that uh, happen in our lives that make us know that we have this spirit. Number one, it troubles you. Uh, distressing spirit troubles you. Number two, it makes you feel insecure. Number three, you know, because we are studying from the life of Saul. Number three, it, it, it seeks to harm others. Number four, it makes you abuse power. Number five, it makes you set traps, you know, for other people. Number six, it turns you into a fall. You know, you turn against the people that love you. It can be your family, um, family members or your friends. And then number seven, it makes you a liar. You see how Saul was, you know, lying, lying to his son. And lying to David that he doesn't want to kill him, that David should come back home. And when David comes back home, you know, he turns against him. And number eight, it makes you form a coalition of destruction. You know, <clears throat> number nine, it makes you abdicate your responsibilities. He left the throne, you know, and started chasing David, you know, the caves in the wilderness and stuff. Um, number 10, uh, it will embarrass you. Uh, he prophesied when naked before everybody else. And so we want to continue from there and finish up this morning. And then we're going to pray. Amen. Number 11. All these are qualities that we see. Hallelujah. I hope this is here to turn this into a book. Um, number 11. It's, uh, it, it, it makes you harbor deadly anger. A distressing spirit makes you harbor deadly anger. Deadly anger. You see the Bible of course, tells us to be angry and not sin. But when you, <clears throat> when you are really consumed with anger, you gravitate towards sin. That's why the Bible is warning us, you know, be angry and do not sin. So it's a very tricky balance to strike when you are angry, you know, to walk in righteousness. When you are angry, you are more likely to sin because, you know, you are worked up, your emotions are worked up. And sometimes, you know, you can't think straight when you're really consumed with anger. That's why the Bible is warning us. If you must get angry, you know, make sure that you don't sin. And if you must get angry, don't make sure it doesn't last more than, you know, eight hours or nine hours. You see, because the Bible knows that anger, you know, is a very, very conducive environment for sin to thrive. So when you have a distressing spirit, you will have, you know, this deadly anger smoldering in your chest and in your bosom you'll find yourself carrying this anger you know 24 7 and you're likely to sin a distressing spirit becomes fodder for anger to fester in your heart let me say that again a distressing spirit becomes fodder for anger to fester in your heart and we can see that because of a distressing spirit anger festered in the heart of Saul. 
He carried anger every day. He was angry with everyone, not just with David, but with everyone who seemed to be friendly to David. You know, when he discovered that someone was harboring David, protecting David, or hanging out with David, I mean, the next thing that he did was to rebuke that person sharply, or even to kill them. You know, his anger was deadly. Look at how he addressed his son, Jonathan, when he discovered that Jonathan was protecting David and was hanging out with David in First Samuel chapter 20 and verse 30. The Bible says, Then Saul's anger was aroused against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? Because of anger, he turned against his own son. And because he couldn't kill his own son, because he expected that his son was going to take after him, you know. But look at the words that he used. This, this, this is actually sinning with his mouth. You son of a perverse, rebellious woman. He's calling Jonathan's mother a rebellious woman. Uh, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? Look at that. He calls his wife a rebellious woman. <laughs> you know, he calls the mother of his son, the son whom he loves so much, a rebellious woman. So you can see anger. Anger was oozing out of every pore of his being that he could not even mince his words. He could not control, you know, the words that were coming out of his mouth. And he... He, he, he compared Jonathan's act of standing with David, of protecting David with the nakedness of his mother. I mean, that, that was hitting below the belt, I'm telling you. He, he compared the friendship that Jonathan had you know, to David to the nakedness of his mother. I mean, that was gross. That was demeaning. That was shameful. I mean, it was almost like a curse, you know. He, he was like telling... It's, it's like, can you imagine seeing your mother's nakedness? It's like a curse, man, or seeing your parents' nakedness. It's, it's a curse, you know, when you look at one son, you know, in, in, in Genesis who saw his father's nakedness. He was actually, you know, cursed. So, so he went really far because of his anger to compare the friendship that David had with Jonathan or Jonathan's friendship to David. He compared that with his mother's nakedness. And he called the mother of Jonathan a rebellious woman. You can see that because of anger, he didn't even mince his words. Anger was in his heart. And everybody that looked like, you know, was gravitating towards David or protecting David or hanging out with David. I mean, he met the full wrath of the king. Let me show you another example. He went to a place because he was told that David was there when he was looking for David, you know, and David was, you know, all over the place. Somebody kept on informing the soul, uh, informing Saul where David was. And David ended up with a guy called Ahimelech, who was um, a priest. And um, Saul went there when he was told that David was there. He quickly went there to meet this guy. This guy was a priest. And in First Samuel chapter 22, verse 16 to 19, you know, when he met the guy, the Bible says, he said to this guy, Ahimelech, you shall surely die after conversing with him and after establishing that David was there, you and all your father's house. Then the king said to the guards who stood about him, turn and kill the priests of the Lord. 
because their hand also is with David, and because they knew when he fled and did not tell it to me. You see, you see, he even ordered the priests to be killed, priests who are standing, you know, um, before God to offer sacrifices on behalf of the people before God. These are men of God. These are God's prophets, you know, in the land of Israel. And he commanded that they should be killed. But look at what happened. But the servants of the king, you know, defied him. We will not lift up their hands to strike the priests of the Lord. Because they were, they knew, you know, that the priests were innocent. And they knew that this is not a good thing to do. You don't kill men of God. You don't kill the priests because they are neutral. They stand in the place of God and they do that which God tells them to do. But you see, because of his anger, that's why you see that when people have anger, they don't even respect men of God. They don't even respect the anointed vessels that God has anointed. They don't respect their pastors. They can just raise their voice and say anything. They can tear them down, speak evil against them, speak evil against the anointed, you know, seeking their hand. They don't care. It's a distressing spirit that has been released in the world today. But the servants of the king will not lift their hands to strike the priests of the Lord. And the king said to Doeg, you turn and kill the priests. So Doeg the Edomite, who didn't even have the fear of God in his life, turned and struck the priests and killed on that day 85 men. Can you imagine? He killed 85 men, 85 priests with the edge of the sword. He killed on that day 85 men who wore a linen effort. Also know the city of the priests, where the priests were living. He struck with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and nursing infants, oxen and donkeys and sheep with the edge of the sword. He wiped the entire city where the priests used to live because of anger. This was deadly anger. A distressing spirit will become fodder for deadly anger to fester in your heart, you have to resist it. You have to reject it because when deadly anger festers in your heart, let me tell you, you become a dangerous weapon. You become a killer. You become a murderer. You will destroy lives. You will destroy people. You will kill people. When, when, when this spirit festers in your heart, I'm telling you, it becomes fodder that will cause you to become very angry, to have a deadly anger that will destroy those who are around you. You become a murderer. You can be a murderer in your thoughts. You can be a murderer by the words you speak. But also you can be a murderer by literally killing people, destroying people. <clears throat> and I pray that you will not be a victim of this distressing spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. Number 12, we are moving very fast. A distressing spirit makes you consult mediums. It makes you consult spirits it makes you consult which doctors you know you know we see which doctors all around the place because they have customers when you see them advertising it simply tells you something that they have customers and they have people who visit them in the cover of the night they disguise themselves they cover themselves and visit them that's why they are advertising themselves all over they have advertised themselves on electric uh, electric posts they have advertised themselves some of them have now um, come to the social media to advertise themselves and they're telling you that I will help you. I will help you fall in love. I will help you marry. I will help you re uh, recover stolen items. I will help you, you know, to maintain romance, fire and love in your marriage. They are really advertising themselves. 
and we have families that believe in witch doctors. We have people that believe in witch doctors, sorcerers and wizards. They consult them, they go and visit them, you know, when things are not working, when they want success, when they want power, when they want to progress in life, they go and visit witch doctors so that they can be able to help them. I mean, there are people, even when they want to pass exams or they want to, you know, win, um, win a tender, they go and visit these people because they believe you know that by going there they will they will be helped to win in fact some of them believe that they have been bewitched that's why they are not making it in life that's why they are not falling in love that's why they are not you know succeeding that's why their children are not doing well and so they go to the witch doctors to help them you see when you have a distressing spirit you are likely to consult a witch doctor you are likely to pick that phone that is on that electric post to make a call you are likely to visit sorcerers so that they can help you a distressing spirit, ladies and gentlemen, will drive you to witches. Let me say that again. A distressing spirit will drive you to witches. It will drive you to sorcerers. It will drive you to wizards. And this is what exactly happened, you know, to Saul. You see, when Samuel died, Samuel died when Saul was still, you know, ruling, you know. But before, you know, Samuel died, you know, he he. It's like he influenced Saul in a way. Samuel influenced Saul in a way because Samuel was this man that was hearing from God and, and, and Saul could be able to go to him to get direction from God. But, you know, when he died, Saul was disoriented. But you see, when Samuel was alive, something else that happened is that because of the influence of Samuel over Saul's life, he killed all the witches. He destroyed all the witches in the land. All the mediums and spirits were put out of the land because Samuel, uh, Samuel was the main prophet. And Saul knew that Samuel was the main prophet from the Lord. But when he died, you know, Saul became, Saul became disoriented. He had this distressing spirit, you know, that was with him. And so when, when, when Samuel was not there, you know, and Saul was surrounded by the Philistines because the Bible says the Philistines gathered together. And Saul saw the army of the Philistines coming up against him and he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. And so what did he do? He tried to inquire from the Lord by himself, but the Lord did not answer him. He didn't answer him by dreams. He didn't answer him by Urim or by the prophets. There were some prophets in the land, but the Lord was quiet. Why was the Lord quiet? Because Saul had walked away from God. You know, he was only using God when he needed God. It's like God was a spare part in his life. He didn't have a relationship with him. He was not obeying what God was telling him to do. And so God walked away from him. God disconnected from him. So when he needed God to use God, you know, at his own pleasure, you know, the Bible says that God was silent. And when God was silent, the guy trembled even more. The guy was scared because now he knew that his death was imminent. So what did he do? He decided to go and consult mediums. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 28, verse 7 to 8, you know, he said, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself. You see, and that is how people go to visit witch doctors. They disguise themselves. They don't want you to know. They don't want the pastor to know. They don't want other brothers and sisters who they go to church, the same church with to know. They disguise themselves. They go at night. They go in the middle of the night, 
you know, they covered themselves. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes. And he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night. And he said, please conduct a science for me and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. A science simply means making contact with the dead. He went he went to a witch doctor so that he may make contact with the dead because he wanted something. He wanted an assurance. He wanted a spirit that can speak to him and give him direction because the Philistines had fortified themselves and gathered themselves and they were ready, you know, to come and fight him. So a distressing spirit will make you contact the dead to visit witch doctors, sorcerers and wizards, you know, to give you direction and you see because it's a distressing spirit it attracts other demons it attracts other spirits and he pushes it pushes you towards that direction so that you may sink deeper and deeper in deception you may sink deeper and deeper in lies oh that's a terrible spirit i'm telling you that's why you must reject these spirits you know you must you must reject it and you must say that i will not visit witch doctors i will not go <clears throat> to visit sorcerers because you see you know the spirit of god is there for us god has given us his word god has given us his spirit as a child of god god has given you his word and when you rely on god's word when you give yourself to god's word the the, the word of the lord will give you direction in life the word of god will lead you the word of god will direct you the word of the word of god will give you you know, wisdom on how to live, on how to deal with your issues and with your problems. You don't, you don't need to go to a witch doctor. You don't need to visit, you know, a sorcerer. You understand what I'm talking about? And we are seeing that even Christians at some point, you know, they do this. You must never allow this distressing spirit to take hold of you because it will push you towards that direction where you will want to go and consult witch doctors for success, for marriage, for romance, you know, you know, for, uh, for, for, for victory, for winning a tender, for winning an interview and stuff like that. You don't need all that. All you need to do is to turn to God in prayer. All you need to do is to pray. And when you realize God is quiet, you should cleanse yourself. You should purify yourself. You should plead for mercy. You should ask God to cleanse you and to purify you. And you should restore your relationship with God. You see, all Saul needed to do was to turn to God in repentance. You see, the difference between Saul and David is David was repentant, but Saul was not repentant. Saul was not broken. Saul never said sorry to God. He always blamed people. He never showed true repentance and remorse in his heart. Oh, that is all he needed to do. He just needed to turn to God in repentance. He needed to tell God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've walked away from you. I'm sorry I've broken your commandments. I am so sorry that I've not obeyed your voice over my life. All he needed to do was to be repentant. And if he could have been repentant, then he could have started hearing the voice of God. God could have directed them, directed him rather. God could have led him. God could have instructed him. And God could have given him victory because our God is a loving God. No matter what you have done, no matter how far you have gone away from God, when you turn around like the prodigal son and say that, God, I'm coming back to you, he will open his arms and he will receive you. And when that relationship is restored, God will begin to speak to you again. God will begin to lead you and guide you one, once again. Amen. And so reject this spirit. And I pray for you today that you will not succumb to the temptation. 
you know, of going to witch doctors. You will not succumb to the temptation of consulting mediums and spirits. You will not, con uh, you will not uh, succumb to the temptation of following after wizards in the name of Jesus. You will not follow any, even if the pressure is from your family, even if the pressure is from your clan. The people at home, you know, your grandfather, your, your, your parents, your uncles, and your aunties, I pray for you this morning, you will not succumb to that pressure in the name of Jesus. You will not give in to the pressure to console mediums, to console the dead, to console spirits, to console wizards, to console sorcerers, you know, to console all these funny, funny people, diabolic seers. You will not consult them in the name of Jesus. You will consult God. You will consult his word. You will have a vibrant relationship with God. You will hear God's voice. You will follow God in everything that you do in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for everyone here that we shall not be victims of sorcery, witchcraft, and and, and wizardry in the name of Jesus. We shall follow you. We shall hear your voice as you direct us and you, as you lead us. In Jesus' name, we all shout a big amen. Lastly, number 13, before we pray, you see, a distressing spirit will weaken you. It will make you weaker. It will weaken you, rather. It will, it will make you lose, lose energy, lose power, you know, to move on, to conquer, to overcome. And that is what we see happening to Saul. Saul became weaker and weaker as he entertained this spirit in his life. You, 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 you would think that he would become stronger, but he, he did not become stronger. He became weaker. Every day he was weakening, 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 weakening. You know, his army was weakening. And you can see that even at some point, they were not even following his directives. When he told them, I want you to destroy these priests, you know, part of the army, they said, no, we cannot do this. We cannot do this. So he was losing power. He was losing you know, control over the nation of Israel. He was losing his influence over his, his army, you know, because he entertained a distressing spirit in his life for so long, you know. As he was trying to chase down David, you know, in caves, in the wilderness, he was spreading himself thin. And so he became weaker and weaker and weaker by the day. He was even unable to fight the Philistines because the spirit had weakened him. This distressing spirit is a terrible spirit. It deflects you as an individual. It weakens you as an individual. You are not strong as you used to. You know, you're not uh, effective as you used to. You see, Saul was not effective anymore. He could not rule. Saul was not strong anymore. He could not lead his nation, you know, you know, properly or in a, in a, in a good way. He became weaker and weaker. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 31, verse 2 to 4, it's a sad commentary of the life of Saul. Then the Philistines followed hard. This had never happened. The Philistines followed hard after Saul and his sons. Now Saul is turning his back towards the Philistines. Instead of them turning their backs towards him, he's the one who is turning his back towards the Philistines. He's the one running away from the Philistines. This was not supposed to be the case. This was not supposed to be happening for the Israelites. The Israelites were the ones who were chasing the Philistines. The Israelites were the ones who were defeating the Philistines. But at this particular point, they are the ones who are running away, you know, from the Philistines. Then the Philistines followed hard. Now they were following hard because they had sensed, they had sensed victory. You know, it's like, it's like a lion which has smelled blood. 
The Philistines were sensing victory. They could smell victory. So they followed her. They marshaled all their armies. And they followed her after Saul, you know, and his sons. And the Philistines killed Jonathan. Oh, sad. Jonathan, a friend of David, was killed. Abinadab was killed. And Mal Mal Malchikshua was also killed. These are Saul's sons were killed. The battle became fierce against Saul. Saul was losing this battle. You know, the Philistines were gaining ground. They had killed his sons. You know, they had killed his soldiers. And the battle was fierce towards Saul. Why was it fierce towards Saul? Because a distressing spirit had weakened him. The archers hit him. And he was severely wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it. Lest these uncircumcised men come and thrust me through and abuse me. But his armor bearer will not. For he was greatly afraid he could not kill him. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell on it. He actually committed suicide. He killed himself. You know, you know, in the end, this distressing spirit, you know, weakened him to a point where he even killed himself. He desired death. He lost the battle. He lost his sons. He lost, you know, you know, a lot of soldiers that day. It was a massacre, I'm telling you. The Philistines followed hard until they destroyed him simply because he entertained a distressing spirit in his heart. I want to tell somebody here, if you keep this spirit in your heart, I'm telling you, it will destroy you. It will weaken you and it will destroy you in the end. You have to reject it. You have to resist it. You have to fight it with everything that you have. You have to say that it will not be part of my life. It will not infect me. It will not destroy me in any way. You have to reject it in the name of Jesus. I pray for someone here in the name of Jesus that this spirit will not weaken you. This spirit will not destroy you. This spirit will not destroy your home and your family. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you this morning that a distressing spirit will not kill you. In the name of Jesus, it will not murder you. In the name of Jesus, it will not destroy your home. In the name of Jesus, I pray for somebody here. Oh, yes, listening to me that the distressing spirit will not take charge of your life to destroy you in any way. In the name of Jesus, that you become stronger and stronger every day to the glory and honor of God's name. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. I want you to take your position right now and pray in Jesus' name. With the first thing that we're going to pray about is to resist this distressing spirit, you know, that we shall not harbor deadly anger in our bosom in the name of Jesus. Instead, we shall inculcate the fruit of the spirit in our hearts. We shall have love. We shall have forgiveness. We shall have joy. In fact, I wish Saul harbored forgiveness in his heart. He could have just forgiven David and you could have just let it go, accepted him. I want you to pray, reject this distressing spirit right now in the name of Jesus and declare that you will not harbor deadly anger in your bosom in the name of Jesus. Everybody raise up your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning and we bless your name we reject the distressing spirit. Oh, yes, that once 
to make us harbor anger, deadly anger in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we reject a distressing spirit that is that wants to create a conducive environment around us and in us so that we may have a deadly anger which is destructive in the name of Jesus we shall not be full of deadly anger we shall not entertain deadly anger we shall not walk in deadly anger in the name of Jesus anger will not be part and parcel of our lives this morning in the name of Jesus oh father we pray oh God that this spirit will not open up our lives to have a deadly anger this spirit will not create an, an environment in our lives that deadly anger may fester, deadly anger may grow, deadly anger may, may dwell in us in any way in the name of Jesus. But instead, Father, we pray that we shall have the fruit of the Spirit. Instead, we pray that we shall all fill our hearts with forgiveness. We shall fill our hearts with joy and peace in the name of Jesus. That deadly anger will not be our portion in any way in the name of Jesus. We shall not destroy those who are around us with deadly anger. We shall not destroy our children with deadly anger. We shall not destroy our friends with deadly anger in the name of Jesus. We shall not destroy our brothers and our sisters with deadly anger in the name of Jesus. We shall not destroy, oh yes, those who are rising around us with deadly anger in the name of Jesus. We reject a distressing spirit that wants to introduce deadly anger in our hearts and in our minds in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that we shall not have a bitterness, we shall not have a resentment in our hearts because of anger in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, but we shall fill our hearts, we shall fill our lives with the fruit of the Spirit. We shall, oh God, be reservoirs of love. We shall walk in love. We shall walk with joy in our hearts, oh God. Peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, self-control in the name of Jesus in our hearts. Oh yes, we shall control anger. We shall not allow anger to make us sin. We shall not allow anger to plunge us into wickedness in the name of Jesus. Father, I even pray for those who are struggling with anger here, deadly anger here. Oh yes, they know themselves, they struggle with it. When they are worked out, oh God, when they are, when they are, when they are worked out, they sin. When they are overwhelmed by anger, they say things that they regret. I pray for them today, Lord, that they will conquer deadly anger in their hearts, in their bosoms, in the name of Jesus. They will resist. They will resist deadly anger. They will not allow deadly anger to manipulate and control them in any way, in the name of Jesus. They will not allow deadly anger to make them sin against you and against your word, in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that they will they will overcome it they will they will control their emotions in the name of Jesus at the height 
of their disappointment, at the height of their frustration, at the, at the height of their pain, they will be in charge of their emotions and they will control their anger in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that anger will not push you towards sin in Jesus' name. I pray for you this morning that anger will not make you sin against God and against his word in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that anger will not cause you, oh yes, to sin against God's word in any way in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will harbor the fruit of the Spirit in your heart and in your mind to the glory and honor of God's name. Secondly, I want you to resist this distressing spirit. Yes, you will not consult witch doctors. You will not consult sorcerers. You will not consult wizards in the name of Jesus. You will not succumb to pressure to consult seers diabolic wicked seers in the name of Jesus raise up your voice right now and begin to pray oh yes in the name of Jesus I hope you're praying where you are I hope you're praying in your room in your house wherever you are raise up your voice and pray this is warfare in the name of Jesus father I rise against any temptation to visit witch doctors oh yes we break the power of that temptation over God's children in the name of Jesus every temptation to consult wizards and sorcerers we break the power of that temptation over God's children this morning in the name of Jesus any pressure from the clan from the family members from siblings to visit a witch doctor father we pray oh the power of that pressure broken this morning over God's children in the name of Jesus I pray oh God that nobody under the sound of my voice will succumb to this pressure nobody under the sound of my voice will consult witch doctors and sorcerers in the name of Jesus I pray that we shall resist we shall resist the distressing spirit that drives people to witch doctors, that drives people to sorcerers, that drives people to wizards. We shall resist that temptation. We shall resist that power. We shall resist that suggestion and pressure in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that no more trips to witch doctors, no more trips to sorcerers, no more trips to wizards in the name of Jesus. I declare this morning that your children are free. I declare this morning that instead of consulting witch doctors, we shall consult the Holy Ghost. We shall consult your word. We shall come to you in prayer. We shall seek your face, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that nobody will be a victim of witch doctors and sorcerers and wizards in the name of Jesus. We shall not consult witches in any way in the name of Jesus. We shall not wear their charms. We shall not wear their bracelets. We shall not um, chant what they tell us to chant in the name of Jesus. We shall not be involved in any way in witchcraft in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, this morning, may you deliver an individual here from witchcraft in the name of Jesus. May you deliver a family that has been deep in witchcraft 
this morning. Deliver them in the name of Jesus. Deliver, deliver a family. Deliver a family here that has been involved in the occult. In the name of Jesus, set them free. Break, I break every power of a distressing spirit that has influenced people to visit witch doctors, to visit witches. Oh, yes, it will be involved in occult practices. I break that power right now in the name of Jesus. I deliver a family. I deliver a seed. I deliver a lineage from the power of uh, 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 from, from, from the power of sorcery this morning in the name of Jesus. I deliver a family from the power of witchcraft this morning in the name of Jesus. I deliver your lineage. I deliver your seed. I deliver your bloodline from witchcraft this morning in the name of Jesus. From sorcery this morning in the name of Jesus. I deliver a bloodline from words that were spoken by a witch in the name of Jesus. We reject and resist a distressing spirit that drives families, that drives individuals to witches and witch doctors in the name of Jesus. This morning I speak your freedom. This morning I speak your deliverance. This morning I declare may you be set free from witches. May you be set free from witch doctors. May you be set free from any form of witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a victim of witchcraft. You will not be a victim of sorcery. You will not, you will not consult witch doctors. You will, not, you will not visit them. You will not take your money there. You will not take uh, tokens there in any way. In the name of Jesus, you will not take your children there in the name of Jesus. And you will not allow anybody to take your children there in the name of Jesus. I break this power. I break this power. I destroy this power. I destroy this spirit in the name of Jesus. I reject this spirit. We reject this spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. And I pray that in any battle that you're engaged in, that God will give you victory. The spirit of God will give you a strategy out of that battle, out of that difficult situation. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you this morning that Jehovah God will stretch your, his hand over your hand to make you win. In the name of Jesus, he will empower you. He will strengthen you to overcome. Oh, yes, the Philistines that have gathered around you or against you. In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of God will help you. He will grant you wisdom. He will show you a way out out of your dilemma, of your challenge, of your difficulty in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for victory in advance. Thank you, Father, for victory in advance. Thank you, Father, for victory in advance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for favor. Thank you, Father, for goodness and mercies. Everything that people go to witch doctors for, may God grant it to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Everything that people consult witches for, may May God give it to you this morning in the name of Jesus. May God grant you success. May God grant you a marriage partner. May God grant you a spouse. May God grant you victory. May God grant you progress. May God grant you wealth in the name of Jesus. May God come through for you in all your endeavors in the name of Jesus. May God make your children do well in their studies in the name of Jesus. May God grant you peace. 
in your relationship, in your marriage, in the name of Jesus. May God bless you. May God increase you. May God make you wealthy. May God, oh yes, open great doors for you that you may do well in the name of Jesus. Everything that people are looking for in witches, in witch doctors, in sorcerers, I pray that may God grant it to you in the name of Jesus without going to witches, without consulting mediums and spirits. May God grant it to you. May God grant you favor. May God grant you st stability in your marriage. May God grant you success. Yes, may God grant you wealth. May God grant you increase. May God grant you victory in the name of Jesus. Receive it this morning. Receive favor this morning. Receive good health this morning. Receive protection this morning. Receive favor this morning. In the name of Jesus, receive goodness and mercies this morning. In the name of Jesus, receive success. Receive wellness of your soul and your mind this morning. In the name of Jesus, without even going to witch doctors, receive good life this morning. May you fall in love. May you have a stable marriage. May you have a stable family. May you have great children. May you have successful children. Receive it this morning. May your business do well. May your career, oh yes, may you succeed in your career in the name of Jesus. You don't need to go to a witcher. You don't need to visit a witch doctor. May God heap upon you blessings upon blessings. Increase upon increase. Progress upon progress. Elevation. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. Receive. Receive all these blessings this morning. In the name of Jesus. Do well. Do well. Do well. Do well. Do even much more than those who consume salt witches and witch doctors. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, progress further than them, rise higher than them, do better than them, in the name of Jesus. Receive it this morning. Receive that blessing this morning. Receive that blessing this morning. Are you receiving that blessing this morning? Receive it this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. May you do well. May you do well. May you do well. May your children do well. In the name of Jesus, you shall be blessed. The Bible declares the blessings of the Lord upon our lives. You shall be blessed when you're going out. And you shall be blessed when you're coming in. You don't need a witch for you to be blessed. You don't need a witch doctor for you to be blessed. This morning, as the prophet of the living God, I decree blessings upon your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible declares that God will prosper his saints, that God will prosper his children. This morning, I declare, I agree with God's word, and I decree, I decree prosperity over your life this morning in the name of Jesus. May you prosper in all your endeavors in the name of Jesus. May you prosper in all that you do in Jesus name the Bible promises oh yes that we shall do well even health wise I decree health over your body this morning in the name of Jesus may you be healed from the top of your head to the sole of your feet may you enjoy healing may you enjoy healing may you enjoy healing may you enjoy good health in the name of Jesus the Bible declares that 
the work of our hands is blessed. You don't need a witch for the work of your hand to be blessed. I decree that what you do with your hands, may it be blessed this morning in the name of Jesus. Your business is blessed. Your career is blessed. Your farming business is blessed. Whatever you do online is blessed. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, the Bible declares that, oh yes, <coughs> that Christ has blessed us with all blessings in, in heavenly places. We download those blessings this morning through prayer. We download those blessings because we are seated with him in heavenly places. We download those blessings upon our lives in the name of Jesus. He became poor so that we may become rich. I decree may you be rich. You don't need a witch to make you rich. May God make you rich. May God make you wealthy. May God bless you beyond your wildest dreams in the name of Jesus. May God increase you tremendously this morning in the name of Jesus. May you keep rising. May you keep progressing in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessings that are in the word of God. What God has said about you, may you become it in the name of Jesus. Promotion does not come from the east or from the west. Yes, it comes from the Lord. God is the one that raises one. God is the one that raises you. God is the one that blesses you. May he raise you this morning. May he promote you this morning. May he elevate you this morning. May he cause you to go higher and higher this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for accomplishing this in our lives in the name of Jesus. The last prayer that I want us to pray, I want you to pray that you'll be strong. You will not be weakened by a distressing spirit, but you will be strong in God. You will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the name of Jesus, weakness is not your portion. Weakness and feebleness is not your portion. In the name of Jesus, you will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That this distressing spirit, that plagued soul, that weakened soul, it will not weaken you. In the name of Jesus. This distressing spirit that destroyed Saul, weakened him, and made him commit suicide. It will not weaken you. It will not kill you. In the name of Jesus, instead of being weak, you become stronger and stronger by day. In the name of Jesus, raise your voice and declare now that you are becoming stronger day by day. In the name of Jesus, you are becoming stronger day by day. In the name of Jesus, you will be strong stronger today than you were yesterday. You'll be stronger tomorrow than you are today. In the name of Jesus, raise your voice and pray. You'll be strong. You'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the name of Jesus, you'll be strong in spirit. You'll be strong in the soul. You'll be strong in flesh. You'll be strong in the soul. You'll be strong in spirit. In the name of Jesus, you'll be strong in mind. Oh yes, in Jesus name. You will not be weak. You will not be feeble. You will not be a weak Christian. You will not be a feeble Christian. You will not be a weak man. You will not be a weak woman. You will not be a feeble man. You will not be a feeble woman in any way. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we reject this distressing spirit that weakens soul and we declare 
it will not weaken you it will not weaken your family it will not weaken your ministry it will not weaken you as a person in the name of Jesus you are becoming stronger and stronger day by day in the name of Jesus you will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might in the name of Jesus you will not go under you will not be destroyed you will not cut your life short through suicide in the name of Jesus I pray for someone here who has been grappling with suicide I pray for you today that you will not give in to that suicidal spirit in the name of Jesus you will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might you are conquering suicidal thoughts in the name of Jesus you are overcoming suicidal thoughts in the name of Jesus you will not die you will not be destroyed this distressing spirit will not kill you it will not take you out before your time in the name of Jesus I decree that you are stronger I decree that you are stronger you are stronger to overcome a distressing spirit that wants to take you out in the name of Jesus you are stronger to overcome suicidal thoughts in the name of Jesus you are stronger to overcome every spirit of destruction that is targeting your life in the name of Jesus you are strong to overcome trials and temptations that are out to sink your faith in the name of Jesus you are strong you are strong you are strong I declare strength you will not be a weak Christian I decree that you'll be a strong Christian serving the Lord and working in the church in the name of Jesus receive strength this morning as you pray receive supernatural strength in the name of Jesus I hope you're praying I hope you're lifting up your voice to God as you pray this morning receive supernatural strength to overcome every weakness in your character to overcome every weakness in your life in the name of Jesus as you pray receive supernatural impetus supernatural strength to overcome every flaw every weakness in your prayer life in your walk of faith in the name of Jesus we shall be stronger. You will be stronger. We shall be stronger. We shall overcome. We shall conquer the enemy and his strategies against our lives in the name of Jesus. The Philistines will not get you. The Philistines will not destroy you. The Philistines will not bring you down. The Philistines will not destroy your calling. The Philistines will not destroy your life in the name of Jesus because you're receiving strength to become stronger and stronger in Jesus' name. You are moving from one level of grace to another. You are moving from one level of faith to another. This morning, in the name of Jesus, you are moving from one level of power to another. In the name of Jesus, you are moving from one level of supernatural strength to another. In the name of Jesus, you are moving from one level of operation or effectiveness to another. In the name of
of Jesus. You are moving. You are changing levels. You are moving higher in the name of Jesus. You are becoming stronger. You are becoming effective in the name of Jesus. You will not go under. You will not be destroyed. You will not be weakened by a distressing spirit. But instead you become stronger. You will conquer it and keep on soaring higher and higher like an eagle in the name of Jesus. You will keep on going up. You will keep on going up. You will keep on going higher in the name of Jesus. Receive supernatural strength this morning. Receive power this morning. Receive grace this morning. Receive an impetus in your faith this morning in the name of Jesus. No more feebleness. No more weakness. No more giving up. Become stronger and stronger. Oh, move higher and higher. Yes, move forward in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Father, we receive supernatural strength. For the next one minute, raise your hands and receive supernatural strength in your room, in your house. Receive supernatural strength right about now in the name of Jesus. Let it get into you. You will not be weak. You will be strong. I speak to somebody here who is feeling weak. Receive supernatural strength right now in the name of Jesus. Strength for the journey ahead. Strength for ministry. Strength for the journey ahead. Strength to pursue your vision. Receive supernatural strength this morning. Become strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the name of Jesus. May that strength come upon you. May that strength rest upon you. May that strength overwhelm you. May that strength surround you this morning in the name of Jesus. You will not go under. You will not give up. You will not give in to the machinations of Satan and demons in the name of Jesus. You will not succumb to depression. You will not succumb to gloom and sadness in the name of Jesus. You will not be weak in the spirit. You will not be weak in faith. Rise up, mighty man of God. Rise up, mighty woman of God. Rise up, child of God. Rise up with supernatural strength. Rise up with new power in the name of Jesus. Receive supernatural strength from above and rise up as a mighty man of valor. Rise up. You Gideon, rise up right now in the name of Jesus. Become stronger. Become stronger. Become strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Rise up right now. Come out of that miry clay. Come out of that gloom. Come out of that sadness. Come out of that darkness. Come out of that prison this morning in the name of Jesus. Receive new strength. Receive power. Receive new strength. Receive supernatural power. Receive supernatural strength this morning. Oh yes, to climb mountains. To do amazing things for God. Receive supernatural strength this morning. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Stretch your hands and receive supernatural strength from Jehovah God this morning. May it rest upon you and may it cover you. May it fill you to the glory and honor of God's name. Father, we thank you for supernatural strength. We thank you for we have conquered a distressing spirit in our lives this morning. Receive all the glory and receive all the praise. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. And we all shout a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is done in Jesus' name. The distressing spirit is defeated. And you have victory this morning in the name 
of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody give God a clap of praise. Celebrate him. Magnify him. Exalt his name. Bless his holy name this morning. Hallelujah. My goodness. Father, we thank you and we bless you for giving us victory against this spirit. I want to encourage you to keep on praying. Keep on praying against this distressing spirit. We have to overcome it because it's a terrible spirit. It will not infect you, destroy you, and bring you down in any way in Jesus' name. And we all shout a big amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.